Alrighty, it's Wednesday everybody, and here we are doing another weather-wise, so thank you for tuning in. I hope everyone has been having a great week so far, and I am meteorologist Ulysses Garcia, and I'm with... Meteorologist Sloan Haynes. So yes, yeah, so we have, it's me and Sloan today, and we are actually going to be talking about the tropics, but we're going to be talking about some news that we've gotten about the tropics over the last month or two where mm -hmm. we're getting ready for the new season, but there's still some information that has happened from last season. And we're kind of just in an in-between period where we're gonna talk about those changes as we head into the next season. So um, there's definitely been a lot of news when it comes to the WMO, which is the World Meteorological Organization, and also NOAA and the National Hurricane Center. So we're gonna break this down, all down for you and we're gonna explain what this all means as we go forward into the next hurricane season. So, um, where do you think we should start off, Sloan? Do you want to talk about, should we just talk about what got retired first and then go from there? Yeah, let's talk about what got retired first. Okay, so let's talk about the retired storm. So the reason we're going to start off with this first is also, we're not going to just be talking about 2020, but we're also going to be talking about 2019 as well. So keep in mind that mm -hmm. the pandemic last year, um, there was there's usually a hurricane committee and they're usually the ones that determine what storms get retired after every year. But because of the pandemic last year, it did not happen. So it happened this year, but it had to acknowledge both what happened in 2019 and 2020. So we're mm -hmm. going to first start off with the full. So four storms overall got retired for the last two years, but only one storm got retired in 2019. And that was Hurricane Dorian. And if everybody mm -hmm. remembers Hurricane Dorian, it was pretty much a, a category five hurricane in September of 2019. And this storm was really just known for the fact that it just, it was a category five and it stalled over Grand Bahama Island for an entire day. So it did not move for mm -hmm. an entire day um, on that island. It was just moving at a snail's pace or just stationary. And that's, and the fact that this storm was just, the fact that how long it was a category five and also just devastated the Northwestern mm -hmm. Bahamas. Yeah. So that's the storm that got retired in 2019. Now, when it comes to 2025, which will be six years after 2019, the name that will get replaced with Dorian will be Dexter. So that yep. is pretty much when it comes to 2019. Um, do you want to talk about the next storm? Yep. So we have three storms from the 2020 hurricane season that will be retired. Laura which made landfall over Cameron, Louisiana in August as a Category 4 hurricane, will be retired. This storm was known for its storm surge, which again is when that water is pushed on shore from the ocean. Flood levels from the storm surge did reach 17 feet above the ground level. Um, Laurel will be replaced with Leah for the 2026 season. So, yeah, so Hurricane Laura, definitely, uh, you know, big mm -hmm. impact in Louisiana. Um, you know, really an unfortunate situation would happen there. Um, and then, but like you mentioned before, though, it wasn't the only one that was got retired. And what's interesting is the ones that got retired after this ones were in the Greek alphabet. Remember, we had a lot of storms that happened last year, 30 of them to be exact. And two of them that got retired were in the Greek alphabet. So we have Hurricanes Ada and Iota. They actually mm -hmm. both impacted the northeastern coast of Nicaragua near 
Puerto Cabezas just nearly two weeks from each other in November. So in November, that's usually the last month of hurricane season, but still hurricane season was going very strong even into the month of November. Um, both storms uh, created extensive flooding, mudslides, landslides, not just for Nicaragua, but also Honduras and all the countries in Central America. So this would include Guatemala, El Salvador, uh, Belize as well. Ada made landfall as a category four storm while IOTA reached category five, but it did weaken to a category four at landfall. So the fact that it's November and these were really strong uh, major hurricanes um, just, you know, is just a testament of how in crazy 2020 was when it comes mm -hmm. to our hurricane season. So, um, so that's pretty much the three storm, the three storms that got retired in 2020. So it was Laura in Louisiana and then Ada and IOTA uh, impacting Northeastern Nicaragua. So, that's yeah. pretty much when it comes to the retirement of these storms. Um, mm -hmm. And um, so, yeah, but definitely 2020 was definitely intense. Yeah. That is for sure. Um, there's really not a lot. There's so many adjectives you can use for that. Um, yeah, it was definitely a record um, breaking season. But we could also say, Ulysses, that um, they also retired the Greek alphabet for when it comes to um, stormings after we go through the first list of store names. So when we go through that first list, we're no longer going to be using the Greek alphabet anymore. Yeah, so the Greek alphabet got retired as well. And one of the reasons that this, there's a lot of reasons why this got retired. Um, so, the, so the hurricane committee decided to retire it. And one of the reasons they retired it is because it was starting to show some of its flaws in 2020. Um, one of them was the fact that a lot of people were so focused on just the name itself and the fact that because the name was such a cool name because it's the Greek alphabet, people were paying attention more to the name instead of its mm -hmm. impacts. Um, also, the fact of how um, it was a little harder to translate these names um, into other languages as well. Um, the, the fact that all these, um, the Greek alphabet has a lot of A's in them or have a lot of TA's on them. So this, um, this pronunciation has a lot of similarities. So that created a lot of confusion as well. And this... Also, along with the fact that we had to retire Ada and Iota, um, that also triggered the fact that we can't use the Greek alphabet as well. But mm -hmm. pretty much the first three reasons that I mentioned before, the fact that people were focusing more on the names instead of the impacts, like the, the, the local audience, the translation confusion, and the pronunciation similarities, this kind of led to issues when it comes to yeah. communication concerns on how to deliver um, hazards and storm warnings to our local audiences. Um, mm -hmm. And then also keep in mind that we had nine storms also formed in this second go around because remember we used the Greek alphabet the first time around in 2005, but we only made it to the sixth letter, which was Zeta. This time around we made it all the way to Iota, but definitely mm -hmm. the Greek alphabet got um, replaced for all these reasons. And then they decided to make life easier by replacing it with a supplemental storm name list. So what this pretty much, um, do you want to explain what this all means? Yep. So instead of having, you know, the Greek alphabet as the supplemental list, it's going to be a um, different name of different list of names that can be used for both the Atlantic and Eastern Pacific basins once the original list is exhausted. Now, this is going to be similar um, with, you know, how we name the storms. It's named based off of its respective basin. So the names are going to reflect the Atlantic basin. But the Atlantic Basin, unlike the Pacific, um, omits the letters Q, U, X, Y, and Z. 
But this just makes it so much easier for when we need to replace a store name when one is retired because we really cannot replace a letter from the Greek alphabet once it's retired. Just to go through um, a few of the names on the 2021 supplemental storm name list, we have Braylon, Deshaun, Emery, Foster, Gemma, Keith. So these are names that we could see if we run through our list of storm names. So yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. So like you said, the, the the reason this was created it was just to make life easier when these storms, um, if they do get retired, it's just easier to substitute it with another name. So, mm -hmm. um, but definitely, like you said, you know, it's, the Atlantic alphabet is going to continue the same format like it does in the regular list, where it will omit certain letters of the alphabet. But this is just all to make it easier for both retirement, but also for us meteorologists, you know, to communicate towards the public. Mm -hmm when it comes to any uh, hazards and warnings associated with the storms. But definitely yeah, 2020... Yeah, communication too easier between all of us. Yes, absolutely. Definitely a lot easier for both the National Weather Service and um, the media as well. So definitely that was a, a big improvement here as we go into 2021. And when it comes to um, 2020, 2021, uh, 2020 hurricane season, um, also a thing that was the national weather the hurricane committee decided for 2021 they decided in the meantime to keep the official start of hurricane season on june 1st for the atlantic despite the fact that we have seen six straight years mm -hmm. of storms developing before june 1st so we've had um you know going back to 2015 to 2020 every year has produced a storm before june 1st but the hurricane committee decided we're still going to keep it june 1st however the National Hurricane Center will begin to release outlooks starting May 15th. But obviously yeah. this is going to be a topic that they'll probably revisit maybe mm -hmm. next year or, you know, next couple of years if we continue to see more of this trend of storms developing in the month of May. But I just want to reiterate, you will start noticing this May. So in a month from now, you will notice on May 15th, there will be outlooks released by the National Hurricane Center despite the official start still occurring on June 1st. Yep, and you know, the real push for this, Ulysses, was the 2020 hurricane season, where we did have two um, named storms, Arthur and Bertha, formed during the month of May. And as a result of these two storms and monitoring other disturbances out there in the Atlantic, there were 36 special tropical weather outlooks issued in 2020 prior to the official start of hurricane season. So this just allows them to routinely check in and release these outlooks while there could be disturbances or systems out there in the Atlantic and for clear communication so it's not a special outlook issue every time. No, yeah, absolutely, definitely. Um, you know, definitely it's like like we're saying, they're, they're, just trying to, they're trying to make things easier, better communication. Um, the fact that, you know, we have noticed with, you know, climate change and everything, how the hurricane season is starting to get a little bit earlier. It's starting a little bit earlier. So it's just the season is just beginning to expand. That also means for us here, uh, you know, on Delmarva, but also across, you know, the Atlantic Basin, um, you just need to be prepared a bit earlier. Mm -hmm. So you need, to, you need to get all your hurricane supplies, um, you know, just have them done now, right now during the spring, right now before, um, you know, activity begins to crank up um, in the tropics. Mm-hmm. And something else that we saw um, or that the 
no assault, a push for rather over the past couple of days that came out last week was that we needed to um, have more relevant data for the upcoming hurricane season for us to have more relevant um, averages for us to compare the seasons to. So now prior to the 2021 season, um, NOAA was using, their Climate Prediction Center was using data from 1981 to 2010. That's where we had our averages for the number of main storms, hurricanes, and major storms. So on average from 1981 to 2010, the average number of named storms was 12, the average number of hurricanes was 6, and um, the average number of major hurricanes, which again, that's category 3 or above, was 3. But even from the past five years alone, we've had uh, more active seasons than average, so we've seen above average numbers over the past five hurricane seasons, just showing that there was a push for us to use more recent data. So they did start using data for this upcoming season. We'll be comparing from the 1991 to 2020 hurricane seasons. So our, we increased the average of the number of named storms from 12 to 14, the number of hurricanes from 6 to 7 on average, and the number of major storms did remain the same at 3. But this is just a real push for us to have more um, recent data for us to compare to. Yeah, so we have more data, and obviously, um, like you mentioned before, the last five years we have seen that uptick when it comes to um, just the number of these storms developing. We've also noticed how these storms have also been intensifying more, and that's obviously going to involve with more research. We're going to get more and more information as time mm -hmm. goes on, uh, you know, of how this is all coming more. You know, we'll have a better idea of how this all plays along, but definitely no researchers have attributed this increase to you know, multiple factors, and they have explained that it's uh, the improvement in observing platforms like NOAA's fleet of next generation environmental satellites, um, obviously climate change, just the warming um, ocean and the atmosphere. Um, NOAA researchers have decided that climate change is really just influencing, like I mentioned just a moment ago, that storm intensity. But obviously more research has to be done. Um, so mm -hmm. definitely we are gonna see these, um, these that, that number that you said, the fact that for 2021, we are now basing it based on 1991 to 2020, no longer 1981 to 2010. And uh, I just wanted to mention just one last thing about 2020 when it comes to 2020 is that um, with all these updates that NOAA has updated over the last couple of weeks, um, Marco, um, mm -hmm. in case you were wondering, it did fizzle out as it made its way towards Louisiana, but during postseason analysis, it did not actually make landfall in the United States. So originally, it was originally stated it was 12 landfalls in the United States and then five in the state of Louisiana. It's actually be 11 landfalls and four in the state of Louisiana. But still, um, definitely the fact that 2020 really just really boosted that average up when it comes to these um, averages here for 1991 to 2020. But I just wanted to mention that really quickly when it comes to um, just the last little slimmer of 2020. Mm -hmm. And as we look forward to this upcoming hurricane season, last week was really big in tropical news, Ulysses, because Colorado State University did release their um, initial 2021 hurricane season outlook. NOAA isn't going to release theirs until late May, but Colorado State University is forecasting another above-average hurricane season but not as active as their forecast for 2020. 
So yes, they're not they're it's above average season, so they're calling for 17 named storms, eight hurricanes, and four major hurricanes. So so with the new averages provided by NOAA, that would be three storm three named storms above average, one named one one hurricane above average and one major hurricane above average. So um, mm -hmm. And the reason for this is the fact that we're still dealing with the influence of La Nina here um, going into 2021. Um, a lot of climatologists and also, uh, you, know, you know, research people in, in when it comes to the weather are saying that La Nina is beginning to weaken. However, it's still looking like it's still uh, going to persist at least through part of the summer and maybe even linger into parts of the fall before it becomes an Enzo neutral. So when you have La Nina, it means that there's better development, especially in the Atlantic Basin, as well, the fact that we'll have less wind shear to deal with. So that's when, when you have those winds of, you know, just different directions across different layers of the atmosphere. So when there's less wind shear, that's usually a good thing for hurricanes and tropical storms to develop. And it looks like we're still going to have that, even though it is weakening, but it still looks like we'll still have at least somewhat of La Nina here for part of 2021 hurricane season. Now, the real question yeah. is, how long will that persist? Will it last for the entire season or will it fizzle out midway through the season? But obviously, um, but still, they're basing the fact that they're going above average does mean that they are leading to some sort of tendency with La Nina. Yep. So we'll see another above active um, hurricane season this season based off of what Colorado State is forecasting. And, of course, we'll keep you up to date with what NOAA's initial um, hurricane season outlook is when it comes out later in May. Yes, absolutely. So, yeah, we, we are going to keep you updated when it comes to NOAA. Um, and, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll look at how they compare with Colorado State or if there's any agreement. And then, obviously, you know, we'll keep you explaining, you know, explain to you why they're, what they're thinking about that. And also, you know, just stay tuned with us, our 47 ABC mm -hmm. Storm Team. Um, you know, also download our 47 ABC weather app because I'll give you all the alerts um, for tropical weather, but severe weather as well. As we learned here last year, we had we did get impacted by tropical weather, both from remnants, but an actual, you know, we had Isaiah. So definitely mm -hmm. uh, this year, you definitely want to be prepared and, you know, make sure to stay tuned with us. And like always, yep. we will keep you updated. But um, definitely a lot to go over. But I felt like this was a, you know, definitely a podcast we need to talk about. Now, as we're getting closer to hurricane season, as the fact that we could start seeing the tropics, um, you know, getting get going here, especially yep. bef by Mother's Day or even Memorial Day, which is just about mm -hmm. a month to a month and a half away. But um, definitely a lot to talk about. So retirement of storms, Dorian, Laura, Ada and Iota. The Greek alpha Greek alphabet will no longer be used. We'll use a supplemental name list. And then the fact that the NOAA decided to boost up their averages for uh, starting with 1991 to, to 2020. So those are pretty much the key highlights of this podcast. Yep. Is there anything else you want to address? No, I think we covered all the bases, but, you know, stay tuned with us for the upcoming uh, hurricane season and download our weather app so you get alerts sent right to your phone. Yeah, good thing. So, yeah, so make sure download it. It's, it's, it's free and it's a really helpful and useful device. Um, for any type of weather event. So not just hurricanes, but it could also be tornadoes or winter weather as well. Uh, so when it comes to this podcast, I just want to say thank you everyone to tuning in. I hope you guys, um, you know, there's a lot of information here to process, but definitely a very important here. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope you guys have a great 
fantastic finish to your work weeks and also a great weekend ahead. And when it comes to weather-wise here, it's all about bringing you that weather wisdom. I'm meteorologist Ulysses Garcia and your meteorologist Lynn Haynes. And all right, and thank you everyone and see you next time. Bye-bye.